Fall is almost here. That means cold and flu season is right behind it. And now, of course, COVID-19. Just like we should get a flu shot every year, experts say we'll likely have to get an updated COVID-19 shot every year. The FDA and CDC have approved the latest COVID-19 vaccines from Moderna and uh, Pfizer-BioNTech. As if that is not enough, doctors are warning that another respiratory virus, RSV, could also be a problem this fall. Oh, goodness. Well, joining me now to talk about who needs which vaccine and when is Dr. Sajun Matthew. He's a primary care physician and public health specialist. Uh, the public health emergency is over, but we know COVID isn't going away. So how important is it for people to at least get this updated vaccine? Well, you know, let me just break it down. I know people are tired of hearing about COVID and booster shots. The good news is CDC has recommended broadly that everybody six months and older should get this new COVID booster. And just like we get an updated cell phone, you wanna make sure that your vaccine is updated to cover the variants that are currently in the environment. Mm -hmm. You see, most Americans, Amra, were probably vaccinated a year ago. I've got tons of patients who forgot when the last booster shot was. So you get the waning immunity, and even though you have infections in the community, the protection from an infection also wanes. So we are actually in a late summer, early fall surge as we speak. So what's your reaction to what we're hearing from the Florida uh, Surgeon General who says not only, I mean, he's not saying that people don't need it. He's saying that people under 65 and those without a serious health risk should not get the updated uh, COVID-19 vaccine. You know, to be honest, Victor, there's definitely a difference in opinion among scientists in terms of should this be broadly uh, administered to patients six months and older or should we just protect the most vulnerable, the elderly and the young kids and people that may have asthma, diabetes, hypertension. Mm. And I think ultimately here's, here's the deal. We did not do a good job with the rollout the last time with vaccines. I think this time CDC should just be very clear and make it simple. For everybody, even if you're a young 20-year-old athlete or an 80-year-old person, the risk of COVID is still there. And with multiple infections, Victor, I worry more about long COVID. Mm. So let's talk about flu and COVID, right? So in terms of the vaccines, can you get them at the same time? Do you pace it out? And also, I wanted to ask you, you know, I know a couple of people who got the flu and COVID basically at the same time. So. In terms of treatment, I mean, does one, should one take priority over the other or can you get treated for both at the same time? Well, you know, to answer your, your, your first or your last question first, ultimately anybody can get COVID vaccine and flu shot at the same time. Okay. You can get it at the same time. I would recommend that if you have the time, you're not traveling, you don't have to protect an elderly member in the family, maybe space it out, get the flu shot one a week and then the following week at COVID-19. Very rarely can you get side effects to both vaccines, so I recommend spacing it out. In terms of treatment, it's always a nightmare. For primary care physicians like me, I dread the winter time because when patients come in with a cold, a cough, you don't really know, is it COVID-19, is it the flu, or could it be RSV? Are these new, are the tests for COVID um, picking up the new variants and strains? Mm. Because we have an executive producer who's home says he took six tests. Yeah. Um, it's not COVID. We now know it's the flu. But when he said he took six tests, my question was, does the test know the new variant? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you are hitting it right on the nail, Victor. I actually tweeted the other day that a lot of patients 
are being misdiagnosed with bronchitis. So by the time they get to me, they've tested twice and they're like, Dr. Matthew, I don't have COVID, but I am sick. Mm -hmm. And that's because a lot of these rapid tests are not picking up the Omicron strains. Mm -hmm. And also it depends on how deep you go up in the nose. I hate to call it a brain biopsy, mm -hmm. but that's really- It is a brain almost. biopsy. It is a brain <laughs> biopsy. I mean, you are going to be cringing. It is painful for yeah. a quick second. So people are not going up that you know, deep into the nasal cavity. So yes, there are a lot of false negatives with a rapid test. Mm. I mean, so RSV, flu, and COVID, great. Um, three things to worry about. Is, is there any distinction, you know, in terms of symptoms at all? You know, with the Omicron infection right now, it tends to be more like cold-like symptoms. You know, it's mm -hmm. definitely become more of nasal congestion, fatigue, headache. Well, guess what? That also could be uh, with the flu. One thing that distinguishes that is a sudden onset. You're going to feel like a ton of bricks hit you at one time. Okay. So body aches and fever. So that will distinguish the flu. But when it comes to RSV and COVID-19, it could be tough. It could be tough to make, to really distinguish between, between both of them. Oh. But I tell patients, listen, if you really want to know if you have COVID, wait a couple of days and get the PCR test. I know mm. PCR test is not available to everybody, yeah. but it is way more accurate than the rapid home test. Okay. Uh, correct my pronunciation of this, but phenylephrine, um, it, this decongestant, this over-the-counter medicines, the FDA determined that they just don't work, right? After being on the market as safe and effective for 50 years, they're in Dayquil and Sudafed and, and um, NyQuil. NyQuil and uh, so, Aside from how could that happen, looking forward, what do people use now? What works? There are so many other over-the-counter options like Flonase, Rhinocort. You don't need a doctor's prescription for that. And Sudafed, which is the stronger version of phenylephrine, has always been available. It's just that it's now behind the counter. You actually have to go up to the pharmacist and show your license because Sudafed was actually used as a street drug to make mm -hmm. meth. So phenylephrine actually is in a lot of products like you mentioned. And get this, Victor, last year, over 200 million products of phenylephrine were sold, reaping $1.74 billion in profit. That is how common phenylephrine and is in a nothing. lot of different... And, and did, did nothing. nothing. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Saju, good to have you in. Thanks so much. Thank nice you to be for here. coming Thank in. Thank you.